Before we start today's podcast, the Truth About Aging wish to acknowledge that this episode has been recorded on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. We pay our deepest respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge the Ghana people as the custodians of the Adelaide region and that their cultural and heritage beliefs are still as important to the living Ghana people today. everyone and welcome to the Truth About Aging podcast. I'm your host, Kate Helmore. Each week we'll be unpacking your questions about the aged care sector, discussing how to age well, grow old and make informed decisions. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of the Truth About Aging podcast. My name is Kate and I'm the host of this show. And if you tuned in last week, you would know I put in a little request for you to all keep me accountable so that I would finally get around to contacting my aged care for my own grandma to request a reassessment. I am very pleased to report that I got it done. I contacted them and we've got things underway. So I thought it would be timely to use today's episode just as a bit of a quick tip episode to tell you about what you need to do if you're going to contact My Age Care for a reassessment. So to start with, I just want to quickly recap why you would be contacting My Age Care for a reassessment. So with the home care packages, you have levels one through to four with varying levels of funding for each level. As your needs increase and as you require more services and supports to stay at home, you are likely going to require higher levels of home care package. Now, if we use my grandma as an example throughout this, she previously had a level one home care package. Her needs were fairly low, so she required assistance with some cleaning tasks, so things like helping change the bed sheets, getting down and cleaning out some cupboards on lower levels. There were some gardening tasks that started to become a bit more challenging. Now, she would probably argue that she could do any of these tasks on her own, which when you're listening to this grandma, yes, we all still acknowledge that you can do them independently. But the point of getting some extra help in for that was these were the tasks that were starting to become a bit challenging, which is why previously she was the perfect candidate for a level one home care package. Now, what happened more recently is she had a hospital admission, required a little bit of extra help around home. So with things like having someone there to assist or monitor while she was showering, having a bit more cleaning support. So having that weekly instead of fortnightly, there was a review by an occupational therapist, a physiotherapy review, just a few extra services to assist her with getting back to her baseline at home, which is very common for anyone that is declining in their health or has a hospital stint or requires a bit of extra help. There will sometimes be short-term services put in place to assist and sometimes those services continue ongoing as well. So that's where her level one home care package had built up a bit of a surplus, but it's not enough to sustain that level of service ongoing. So as soon as she gets through that surplus that she's built up over time, there will not be enough money there to continue the level of service that she now requires. Hence why I'd be requesting a reassessment from My Age Care. So normally My Age Care are going to want to hear about what's changed for you or your loved one and why you're requesting a reassessment. 
Now, I should say way back in episode three, I cover how to contact My Age Care and what kind of things they're going to be wanting to hear from you when you're requesting a home care package in the first place or support at home in the first place. So if you're looking just for the basics of I'm starting to need some help at home and I don't know where to begin, go back to episode three for that one. This episode is really more about that reassessment when you already have a package, but you're now requiring a higher level. So there's really three main things that my age care are going to want to know to consider you for a reassessment. The first one is what's changed. So I would really recommend before contacting them, sitting down either by yourself or with your loved one and making a bit of a list about what's changed since they were last assessed. So in my grandma's situation, this has been a number of years now since her last assessment. So there's been multiple things that have changed. Some things that didn't necessarily result in her needing increased services, but as is fairly common for someone of her age, health slowly starts to decline and some greater supports are gradually needed. Now that might be things like having my auntie come and take her to appointments or having a personal alarm installed after a few incidents at home. You really want to sit down and go through what's different since their last assessment. What has changed for them in terms of their health? And keep in mind, this covers not just their physical health, but also their mental health, their social supports and emotional well-being. It really is a very holistic view of what's changed for that individual. The second thing that's important to be clear on before you contact them, because really you are going to need to be advocating for yourself or for your loved one, is what is now required. So after you've gone through what's changed, and I should say as part of that, worth mentioning any hospital stays, any new specialists or doctors or treatments, any kind of thing that's changed within their health, mentally, physically, or emotionally, After you've gone through what's changed, you really want to be clear about what extra support is now required. So again, using my grandma as an example, and probably should have asked you in advance, grandma, if this is okay, but I'm going to assume it is. It was now requiring that personal care assistance, having some increased cleaning, access to an occupational therapist and a few different pieces of equipment and aids, as well as a physiotherapy review. So there are quite a number of different additional services that were not required a few years ago that she now has implemented ongoing to assist her with living independently at home. And lastly, the thing that you want to cover is what is the consequence if this doesn't occur? And what I mean by this is my age care will often want to understand or look at what other supports, informal supports, are available to support you or your loved one without relying on formal services. So this might be things like, is their neighbor able to assist with the bins? Is the family able to help with personal care? They're wanting to look at what other options might be available other than additional government funding for services. So by looking at what consequences will happen if it doesn't occur, I guess you're being very clear in stating that if you have, (laughs) as a family, we've come together, we've increased this, this, and this. However, these are the things that we're unable to assist with. And if they don't receive extra support with it, these are the things that we're concerned about. And so this might be things like safety, might be risk of falls, it might be 
concerns around memory loss and cognition. It could be concerns about diet and maintaining their weight. Whatever is specific to those services and what your loved one needs, you want to really clearly highlight what need is not going to be met if they're not reassessed and given other funding for additional services. Now, even with all of these things together, that doesn't always mean that your loved one's going to be eligible for a higher level package. There may be other questions. There may be other things that disqualify you from a reassessment. I think certainly having these things in mind puts you in the best space. And if nothing else causes you to stop and reflect on specifically what is required before making that call, because if you're not clear, that will often come across fairly quickly. And whilst my age care are absolutely there to support you, they also have to be, I guess, selective on who will get a reassessment and who won't. At the end of the day, there is only so much funding to go around. So they have a requirement as the kind of gatekeepers to make sure that the right people are getting through. So if nothing else, I hope you take away from this that it's definitely worth sitting down and being clear about what's required and why you're asking for it before you contact them. And really specifically keeping those three things in mind. What's changed? What is now required? And what's the consequence if this doesn't occur? If you are going to be contacting My Age Care in the near future, good luck. If you've got any questions that come up, please feel free to get in touch with me. You can contact me through my website. There's a contact page at www.thetruthaboutaging.com.au. You can also head to my Facebook page at The Truth About Aging Podcast. And I'm also on Instagram at The Truth About Aging. I hope you're having a beautiful week and that you've enjoyed this week's quick tip episode. I will speak to you again next week. Bye. Bye.